Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off. Hi, honeys. Welcome to this mini episode of Natch. We're just going to drop right into the conversation with Laura Yunkin and I. This is the final episode with Laura for a while. Who knows? I'm sure she'll be back at some point, but this is the final part of our conversation answering the honeys design questions. I hope you've been enjoying this series as much as I have. And thank you again to Laura for providing so much content for the Nash Butte feed. Next week, we'll resume minis with Caroline Moss. We have a couple in bank. So get excited for that. Thank you, as always, for listening. And, of course, enjoy Thursday episodes every week because we have a lot of great guests coming up before I take my maternity leave, honey. Get excited. And here we go. Okay. Laura. What is one change I can make in my home to improve its overall style? Can I take a guess? Yeah. I'm going to say lighting because you love lamps. You're like a anchorman. I love lamp. Sorry, you'll have to edit that out. I just coughed so hard. You caught me there. You love lamps. I love lamps. Yeah. I love lamps. And I never, we already talked about this last episode. I would have never thought to put lamps where you put lamps in my house. so many lamps in your house. Yeah. And I have three lamps in this room. Yeah, but you also don't have overhead lighting like my house. I don't have... Yeah. I would have never thought to put so many damn lamps around. And and they look fabulous. And I'm not done yet either. Yeah. We have more lamps to come. Yeah. I love lamps. So I think we touched on this maybe last time a little bit. Mm -hmm. But the two quickest things you can do, paint. Paint, yeah. And lighting. Yeah. I think those are truly some of the most transformative. Because you can make an old room with the same stuff in it yeah look brand new with fresh paint yeah. you really can yeah i one of the houses i did last year we didn't remodel the middle section of the house but she still wanted to kind of freshen it up and redecorate it so in the formal living room i just repainted everything i repainted the molding and changed the contrast it used to be like dark walls light molding Mm -hmm. and i changed it to light walls and like slightly darker Mm -hmm. molding it looks so good yeah all the same furniture and accessories and lamps and all this i bought like one new little book i bought like two new things i redecorated this living and dining room it looks totally brand new all the same stuff there you go. We just move the lighting around and we painted it. Yeah. And I just clean. I edited the accessorizing. That's another thing. Don't be afraid to like, well, sometimes we like put a stack of books on a coffee table and it sits there for four years and it's like, all right, I can change this up now. Like, yeah. Don't be afraid to like move around your accessories, move your photo frames, rehang art. I also think mirrors are great. I love a mirror. And that's another thing. I would have never thought to hang mirrors. Well, it bounces light in a room. And so if you're not, 
if you don't want to do a big art piece or you don't want to distract from a room with art, I have a mirror hanging in every yeah. woman's house. Yeah. It's a good way to fill a wall. Yeah. And again, that would have never been where my mind went to go. Well, it also helps extend. If you live in a small space, mirrors are really valuable because it just extends the impression that you have more space than yeah. you have. So it's a weird mind trick. But that's basic interior design one yeah. one advice, frankly. Yeah. But I think it's really valuable. And you know what? You can get some great mirrors for cheap. Oh, yeah. If you really know where to look. Yeah. So like before you go buy a $350 mirror off West Elm, you need to go to the furniture district Mm -hmm. of your town or your city. You need to go to thrift stores, Mm -hmm. go to vintage resale. Facebook Marketplace. Facebook Marketplace. Although I do have a very expensive West Elm mirror in my bedroom and it's beautiful. Well, yeah. (laughs) No, that one's from Interior Define. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then the other one's from Crate and Barrel. Yes, but that's a whole different thing. Yes. That I purposefully bought yes. brand new. Nice shit. But like I needed to do a massive mirror in another client's house. There's a guy down here in La Cienega. Literally the business front is called LA Mirror Man. Yes. And he'll do anything custom. Yeah. I go to him all the time. I bought this massive, I'm talking massive custom mirror for $300. Yeah. It's like. LA Mirror Guy. LA Mirror Man. There's probably a Mirror Man in your There's town, There's probably a Mirror Man in your town. Yeah. Also, the framing stores. If you have a guy who does or somebody who does like art framing mm-hmm. or just custom framing, you can often work with someone like that to do custom framing on a piece of like plexi mirror, mm-hmm. like fake mirror mm-hmm. that you buy at Home Depot. So you can go to Home Depot and get cut or Lowe's, yeah. which we, because we don't want to do Home Depot yes. anymore. But you can go to Lowe's and get like, that material cut and you can just take it to a framer and pick and out a frame any custom it. frame yeah. you want. So Genius. there's ways to do this kind of like crafty DIY stuff. I just stuff. saw an like an, an apartment with a new fun color, a mirror and a lamp. Honey, Honey we love a facelift. It's so easy to yeah. do. So that's where I would start. Those are your two quick, maybe three quick fixes. Great. Honey. Great answer. Let's see. Next question. Tips for a stylish but indecisive gal in a small space. I feel like you just answered that. Sort of. Here's what I would say about this. Because I grouped a few of these questions together. Some people were like, I'm indecisive. I'd love advice on how to slowly build a cohesive room if I can't do a makeover all at once. Yes, which I feel like that's most people. Yeah, and other people saying, I feel like I'm at this point where all my stuff in my house is so random, Mm -hmm. which I feel like this really happens after your 20s, right? Because like... Apartment to apartment to yeah. apartment to apartment. Roommates you start curing things. You get rid of things. Yeah. Do I still have a couple things from college? Yeah. Yeah. I do. Including a TV upstairs with a VCR. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's impressive. It's 20 years old. I still have my built-in TV with VCR at my dad's house. I'll never get rid of it. But it doesn't work anymore. The VCR See, doesn't work. Mine does. Yeah. And I have a whole box of VHSs <gasps> upstairs. Don't let them get... They disintegrate, you know. I'm never going to get it's rid really of it. It's really sad. So I think you have to accept for yourself that if you're not going to spend thousands and thousands of dollars all at one time to completely remake over a room you need to already accept for yourself that this is a thing that takes time mm-hmm. you know it yes. took me a long time to build to accumulate all these really beautiful vintage mid-century pieces that is that is honestly such a good note because i feel like we all especially covid us sitting all in the same room for years we were just like i want to change everything i want to change it but it's such a process, and if you go too quick, you will buy something you regret, and right. you have to sell it like I did. Right. Because I was like, I want a rug in this room. 
and then, then the, didn't and then out. we had to sell the I rug know. because I it know. wasn't good it was not a good I can't rug. buy anything without your judgment anymore. I know. It I, was I a made, bad rug. It was a bad rug, and I made a lot of bad decisions, and it cost me a lot of money. It's okay. Yeah. We're moving on from it, but yes. like I want to redo my bedroom right now, but I know that I can't really do new nightstands and lamps until we pick the new bed. Yeah. There's kind of like an order yes. in which you have to do things. Yes. And then I'm like, well, that's not a priority. I'm having a baby. Yes. I need to be focused on baby stuff. Yes. So. The I baby get gets a new bed. She does. Yeah. Beautiful pink crib from Crate. Yes. Very cute. But just accept that it's going to take you time. And then I think editing and getting rid of things and removing clutter or removing a thing that like serves a big function than you've had for a long time. And you feel like, oh, I feel like I can't get rid of this because it serves this purpose. Just move it out of the room for a little while and see if you can. Oh, I love that. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, just get it out Mm -hmm. and see if the room feels better. Move your end tables around. Move your lighting around. Move your... move. So work with shit you already have instead of buying new shit and bringing it in. But when you see something that you love... I saw this buffet piece and I was like, I have to have that. That's exactly what I have envisioned. It's beautiful. That looked good in my house. It would look great in your house. But I bought this... And was like, okay, now I'm going to start kind of, this is like an anchor piece now. Yeah. And I'm going to start working other things around this piece. So I was looking at the design language of these lips on the front, mm-hmm. right? Those pulls. Very cool. And I matched them over there. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So, and I bought that piece a year later. Yeah. So it's just little a changes. A whole year you sat. Give yourself time. Yeah. And then, like, when you introduce something new that you really, really love... Let it kind of guide you towards the next thing. I love that. I would just say don't be afraid to play around. I feel like people like don't want to move stuff. Yeah. yeah. I love the idea of taking something out of the room temporarily. Yeah. And just not put getting it in rid of room. it. Just putting it in another room and seeing how the space feels without it there. Maybe you'd start imagining something else that could go there. What that would look like. Sometimes you just need to like get it out of your mind's eye. Yes. So that you can imagine or think something different yes because change is hard for all of us yes but it just takes time to get used to so i would say start start there and again only buy stuff and bring stuff in that you really love love. yes like really love because then it's the same thing with your closet fast fashion is over yes like we should be buying investment pieces that we can wear for a long time and it should be things that you absolutely yes Same with your furniture. Yeah, same yeah. thing. Take okay. that take that IKEA. I'm just kidding, guys. Here's IKEA the thing. has great shit. Sometimes an IKEA solve is the way to go. Yes. I'm about to buy a new thing from IKEA. Even though I said I would never buy any more furniture from yeah. IKEA. Because I have a spot that I need a thing to do a very specific job. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's gonna be in that one location for very long. Mm-hmm. And so I was going to buy this thing to go there that cost like $1,500. And I was like, oh, but you know what? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if, if it's going to work in the next place. Yeah. We move. So instead of doing that, I think I'm going to buy the $200 thing mm-hmm. that I know I'm only going to use for a year. Yeah. And I will say, if you keep it in good condition, Ikea always resells on uh, Craigslist. Yeah. Because college kids need furniture. Oh, you know what my big Ikea hack is? And people are like, wait, that's from Ikea? I changed the hardware yes. on everything. Well, I changed the hardware on the West Elm dressers. Yes. But I changed the hardware on every dresser. And so some of those Ikea dressers, like in the right color, yeah. 
I've put some fancy knobs on them and they look so yes. cute. Hey, if you go up to the three or four expensive tier there, it's yeah. pretty good shit. It is. And and you can make it your own. There mm-hmm. are some amazing Ikea hack Instagrams yes. out there. Pinterest has them too. There is a interior designer on Instagram that I follow and I can't remember his name. I think the account is called Lone Fox Home. He does amazing, amazing Ikea hacks. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, I would never even have thought of that. Yeah. But yeah, if you want to update your bedroom furniture in a fast way, just change out all the hardware. Yeah. For Put cheap. cute little knobs. Cute knobs on everything. You we know love I love a, knob, a cute knob. Honey. I got you all those seashells. seashells. I know. We didn't tell Ben we were doing that. He didn't even seem to really mind. It's so nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, everyone. It's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAS10 for 10% off. Okay, next question. Now we're cooking. Where to start? Wall color, favorite piece of furniture, whole concept. What trends do you see that are on the way out? I'm very curious your answer to this. Here's the thing about trends. Trends are trends. Yeah. Trends go in a 20-year cycle just like fashion. Yes. Oh, man. When I looked at houses. Uh-huh. Oh, man. You could tell instantly when you walked in, this house was redone in 2000. Yeah. Instantly. Instantly. You could just tell. You yeah. know those dark marble kitchen countertops? Yep. Dark granite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw that everywhere. I struggle sometimes with older clients mm-hmm. who really probably spent their big money on a house in the 90s mm-hmm. or the early 2000s because they still want like the tuscan yes um, antique i saw a you know lot what i mean like those. those cabinets mm-hmm. and those really big wrought iron yep there was a time do you remember that phase of every house in dallas every fancy house in dallas had this weird tuscan vibe yep, going on yep i still see that yeah in certain places. Um, so trends. Trends are trend, trends that I see right now that are very like Gen Z driven, mm-hmm. Instagram, TikTok driven, mm-hmm. interior design trends are everything is very like bulbous mm-hmm. and round. And I love an archway. Don't get me yeah, wrong. Yeah. I love a curved piece of furniture. There's a lot of like Scandinavian inspired stuff that's mm-hmm. really hot right now. Look, I'm going to go back to what I said earlier. If you love something. Mm-hmm. It will survive the trend. Yes. So like I have a mid-century inspired sofa, but I'm pretty sure the sofa is so classic that even if mid-century is not hip anymore in a few years and we've all moved on to something else. Oh God, I hope not. I don't think it'll ever be out of style to be honest. But that's why like classic pieces and classic tailored, edited thoughtfully curated things never really go out of style because like I've already changed the throw pillows on this couch like three times. Yeah. So it's all about 
finding things that you can swap out. Mm-hmm. I'm all for like cute, trendy things like funky candle holders. It's like having a capsule wardrobe. Yeah, where you change your shoes. So it's like capsule. Capsule wardrobe, your big pieces. Yes. Do you think my gold hardware in my kitchen is going to be a trend and in 10 years people are going to be like, oh, I can't believe this stupid bitch has gold hardware in her no, kitchen? No, because it's really nice looking. Yeah. Because we did. I, I tried to pick something that I felt would be timeless. Yes. So the trends that I see going out, I, I don't even know how to answer that. Yeah. I just think, going back to my advice earlier, I don't really think we should be so concerned about trying to be on trend. Oh, yeah, of course. And so just don't worry about it. Yeah. Obviously, there are things that, like, don't get a bull sink. We'll kill yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't want you looking at early 2000s. I don't know. Maybe that's your vibe. Yeah. I guess I feel like if the kitchen is ugly to me, but it makes you really happy, that's all that really matters. Yeah. So I wouldn't worry about it so much. Where to start? Oh, where to start? If you have a blank room and you're moving in, where do you start? Well, it depends on the room, but you want to look at what is the most important furniture piece. Mm -hmm. So for me, this also goes to another question, which is where should I splurge versus save? Yeah, please go there because we only have two questions left. So I'd love to get these both out. I think you should always splurge on your sofa. Mm -hmm. I think you should splurge on your mattress yes and your bedding yes those to me if you're gonna splurge anywhere that's where you splurge definitely don't scrimp on the couch no you definitely do not i have learned yes i've skimped on the couch before same you do not want that's like the one thing if you're gonna buy an investment piece your sofa yes because you sit on it so often and it's always such it is the focal piece of a living room right so i think if you're starting in your living room for me i've got to decide what's the couch yeah and then also what's the color palette i'm leaning towards i like to pull paint chip samples even if i'm not going to paint i will pull chip samples just to put a palette of colors together so i can show someone like here's the color palette in this room yeah and then here's some funky accent colors and sometimes things go together that you don't expect. Mm-hmm. And you would never know and if you, would you didn't see know. those colors. Right. So like I did this kind of like dark green slate den for mm-hmm. a client. And I did two walls in the dark slate green. And I did two walls in a lighter color because I wanted the TV. I didn't want to have glare on the TV. Smart. Because it's a media room kind of mm-hmm, den. Mm-hmm. And then she had all this orange stuff oh, in the no. house like and i was like where am i gonna put all this orange stuff because like orange for me is hard yeah ben hates you know orange what? orange and green in the right context can look really nice together and so i was able to do enough beautiful kind of neutral colors with this two dark accents and a neutral colored sofa and then we put brought in these pops of orange and i'm shocked at how great it looks like it looks so good yeah so where to start in that room i started with the couch mm-hmm. and i started with paint color yeah and then some rooms will kind of tell you like where you have to start of course in your bedroom for me it's not even the bed frame that i'm starting with what is the bedding in this room mm-hmm. going to be if i have a blank slate What do I want the vibe in this bedroom to be? Do I want all the furniture to be matchy-matchy? What's the lighting scheme? Do I need to make space for lighting? The one thing that I learned from you, and this makes perfect sense, is like when you go to a hotel, 
you're like, oh man, this bedding is so bougie. Mm-hmm. And so you were like, no, we're putting hotel bedding on your bed. Yeah. Now for me, I would have been like, I want a tropical bedspread with like tigers on it. Or yeah, like from Wayfair. Exactly. <laughs> and Laura was like, no, my bedroom looks like a hotel. Which is, w- yeah. why do you go to a hotel? To live your best fucking life. No, your so bedroom, your bedroom should be your best fucking life. Your bedroom looks like a hotel. And where did we start in your bedroom? We were talking about what's the vibe in here. And yeah. we were like, I kind of want like a Palm Springsy mm-hmm. mid-stench. And I'm thinking, okay, I can't do kooky Palm Springs. Oh. I got to do nice Palm Springs. And then we talked about Beverly Hills Hotel wallpaper mm-hmm. and how much we love the big banana leaf mm-hmm. look. And I was trying to figure out, okay, how can I do this, but also make it work for Ben, who yeah. loves a jazzy neutral. Yes. <laughs> like a fancy khaki. Yes. How can I make it feel right for him? And so once we've picked that wallpaper and once we picked the bed, mm-hmm. I feel like everything else came together. Yes. And so we were able to do super really nice hotel style bedding in very neutral soft colors mm-hmm. with a pink accent. Yep. Little blankie. Mm-hmm. That's not overwhelming. Yes. And we did those really fun pink sconces. Mm-hmm. And then the furniture, I just, I bought like pieces I knew would last and fit in the house and fit both of your aesthetic was which is like a, kind of a West Elm mid-cinch vibe mm-hmm. I changed all the hardware on mm-hmm. them because I think all the West Elm hardware is too dark yeah um it was like pewter yeah it's like this dark kind of like dirty bronze yeah, color yeah. and taking all those knobs off and putting on the brass the gold looks so good oh my god it's like a facelift for yes, the dresser it looks so good it's amazing so That's kind of like where you started. What's going to be the most important component in this room? And I don't mean what's the focal point. I mean, what's the thing that you use the most? I'm Mm -hmm. really into like functionality. For bedroom, it would be the bed. bed. For the living room, it would be the The couch. couch. For the dining room, it would be the the table. table. And the chairs. Yeah. Which we changed as well. So it's about that kind of stuff. For me, it's all about making it work for your lifestyle, your day-to-day living, your ergonomics. Like all of that is really important. But if you're starting from scratch, yeah, it's like your signature piece of furniture in the room. Mm-hmm. And then pick pick your paint. Yeah. Wow. You make it sound so easy. Well, I wish I'd listened to this podcast before me, I bought that ugly rug. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's not, though. I'm telling you, I, I thought I knew what I was doing, and I quickly realized that I didn't. So your help was obviously, what's the word? Mm-hmm. Really helpful. Great. <laughs> Okay, here's one question that we didn't get okay. to. What is the biggest mistake the average person makes? Here's the biggest mistake I see is people don't pay attention to scale. Mm. Scale is really, really important. Mm-hmm. And I know that that's like, a th- it's a thing that's really hard to teach. Mm-hmm. You can look, there's, but you know what? There's lots of guides on Pinterest now. If you Google like how to pick the right rug size, there are plenty of blogs that will show you the right way to put a rug in a room and like how to size it. So there's help out there. I'm not yeah. saying there's not. But people either buy furniture that's way too big mm-hmm. or way, way too, too small for their spaces. Yeah. And it does take a little bit of trial and error to get that right. Yeah. But my Especially thing, online because you I order know. shit and it shows up and it's 10 times smaller than you thought. Or But my big thing is measure, measure, yeah, measure, yeah, yeah. measure. And so that is the thing I see the most often is like people have just overestimated or underestimated yeah. the scale of. So don't be lazy and really measure. Yeah. Yeah. You have to really That's measure. such a good note because Tape it out. I've been burned. We've all been burned. Tape it out. Literally get yes. some masking tape and tape out every where the rug piece, is, where, where the, the rug is, where the furniture will go. The, mm-hmm. all, all of it. So you can get a feel for it. Because I'm telling you, 
if you don't do that, and some ta- a table shows up and it's gigantic or microscopic, yeah, it's gonna look silly. So what we do if we're working with a client, I will pick out all the new pieces for a space, and then I give all the dimensions to Dylan, and he models it mm-hmm. in a really basic SketchUp model. So we at least can block in the spacing of everything. Yeah, because I want to make sure that like all my components are gonna work. Yeah, and sometimes clients are still considering like this couch versus this couch and in a 3d model i can show you on this wall yeah, yeah. here's what these two pieces look like from a massing standpoint yeah the other mistakes i see are people who want to make their dollar stretch farther so they buy a lot of cheap stuff mm-hmm. instead of investing in yes. like, one thing so just like your wardrobe yes. invest even if it's one thing a year right buy one expensive yes thing. And don't buy a bunch of cheap stuff. Yes. We're done. We don't like Wayfair, right? Um, I've been burned. Wayfair is so hit or miss. Yeah. I have learned. And the reviews aren't helpful. They're not. I have learned which Wayfair brands Mm -hmm. are kind of like the reliable ones. Yeah. And so sometimes. Yeah. Wayfair solves a problem for me. Yeah. I put a coffee table, a Wayfair coffee table in a client's home recently. Yeah. And it's yeah because it's not in the main room it's in like a side room yeah and it's the bright scale and it's the right color and it hardly gets used and it like filled the space for me because the one i wanted from somewhere else was like 800 dollars. Yeah. and about the 150 dollar one so sometimes it can work but if it's a high traffic piece yeah i would avoid but i also understand that i get it sometimes i don't want to spend a thousand dollars on a dresser either if i don't yes. know that it's the thing i'm going to need for long term yes so i understand and i condone cheaper quick fixes mm-hmm. but you have to make them temporary i think don't if you buy lots and lots of cheap stuff and it starts to fall apart you just have to be judicious about that stuff yes so i would just say spend your money save your money mm-hmm. and invest in one nice thing a year yeah and then with older clients i see them having a lot of trouble breaking with tradition and sometimes even with younger clients like people are like i've had this thing forever i don't want to get rid of it i love that thing and there's if those things exist it's my job to find a way to yeah. fit it in yeah um but i think it's harder for people who have maybe remodeled a few times or redone rooms a few times to think about how to make things fresher I think it's easier for younger people to be mm-hmm. like, what's the hot new trend? Right. What's or starting trend? from zero, like what I did, yeah, an empty like, house. An empty yeah. house. Okay. I would just say, don't be afraid to branch out of your comfort zone a little bit. So yeah. Those are mistakes that, that I see people making. All right. This was fabulous. We finally got everything out, Laura. Did we? We did. All right. I can't wait to do the tour, though, of your house. I know. I don't know when we're going to do it, but. we Well, we have to be done by April, whatever that date is of the party. Oh, yeah, you're right. Well, thank you, Laura. I'm going to wrap this up. Thanks, Thank you to the honeys. Thanks, honey. Thank you for all your time, Laura. It's been great. Yeah. And I know you've changed some honeys' lives. I hope so. Yeah. But even if it's just your life, I'm okay. It's worth it. Yep. Change you for the better. (laughs) Thank you, everybody, for listening. I'll see y'all on Thursday. 
Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beige Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAS10. That's S-O L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAS10 for 10% off.